Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Sam Quattro. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Today, Michelle, Sam, Alex, and I are getting into night two of Star Vember. Uh, this, today, talking uh, Club Snubbed and Stranger Danger. Uh, Star vs. the Force of Evil is new every Monday to Thursday for two weeks in a row. Um, and we'll be here every night of that uh, doing uh, podcast recaps. So uh, to make sure you don't miss anything, subscribe to us at OverlyAnimated.com or uh, OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. Um, last night, we were live on video for the podcast. Uh, First day of Starvember, and I thought that went well. Uh, not no no video for this podcast. This is just an audio recap. That'll be for most of the rest of the Star podcast. But we will have a podcast every night of Starvember, so make sure you don't miss any of that. Um, you can find uh, Club Stub and Stranger Danger on the uh, Watch Disney app, I think, and uh, they also aired tonight at eight p.m. Same as the rest of this Star event. So um, spoilers for these two episodes. Uh, and uh, make sure you've seen them and night one of Starvember. Le- but let's get right into things here. Uh, let's do let's do like general impressions of both episodes. Um, any anything overall thoughts that come to mind, uh, Michelle? Um, I really liked both of these episodes. I think <laughs> I I was trying to decide which one I liked more because like Stranger Danger is a lot more plot. But honestly, Club Snub had so many like hilarious parts to it. It's really hard to pick for me. Uh, I, I'm really liking season three so far. I was a little like, I don't know, the last two episodes, I was a little concerned, like, oh, no, we're gonna have a lot of like ones that don't really do anything. But like, yay, things are happening. Plot is moving forward. This is all exciting stuff. So I'm still like pretty hyped for the season so far. And these two episodes feel like relatively strong for the season. Michelle, hype on season three and two strong entries tonight. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that take. That's good. Um, Sam, uh, what are your overall thoughts on these two? So I agree that these were two strong episodes, both in like different directions. Like um yeah. what do you call it? The the club snubbed one. That was a good like character episode with Star and Tom and you know, figuring out what's going on with them. And then uh, Stranger Danger, of course, was advancing the plot, blah blah blah. However, <laughs> I don't know, they just didn't really hit me like they're not really Sam episodes, quote unquote. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you know, while while I can like respect where they're going, there's just like no no elements that I could really attach myself to in either of those. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I, I well yeah we'll definitely get into that. I, I can feel a lot of what you're saying. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll we'll get in depth when we get into the specific episodes. But uh, Sam, thumbs up as well. If not personally connecting to them, Alex, where do you stand on this? Yeah, I think I'm closer to Sam in recognizing that these are good episodes and that season three has been really strong. But uh, comparing them to yesterday's episodes, I feel like that group was stronger than this group personally. Uh, Club Snubbed, uh, I I like that we're dealing with the relationship a bit more maturely than I thought we were going to. And Stranger Danger, obviously, Eclipsa is welcome anytime she wants to appear in the show for me. But uh, yeah, the the humor in Club Snub for me didn't land as much. And Stranger Danger, there were like parts that were funny, parts that weren't. So they, they were they were fine episodes, but I, I don't think they were as good as yesterday's. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think we're uh, I think they're a similar level of quality overall. Um, I agree that these are two um, high quality episodes, uh, basically, much like everyone else is saying. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'd take uh, the the first episode from yesterday over any of these. Um, but that's just because more true. Me too. Yeah. I agree. That's just because I'm more personally connected with it, though, because you uh, know Starco. Um, uh, but the most of it uh, was about laundry. That's where I started getting mad. I was like, wait, is this episode literally going to be about chasing that person down for a? Hoodie. It is. This is this yeah, is what the episode it was, it is. Was all, it was the subtext was Starco. The ending was good when it actually quantified why this mattered <laughs> at all. Lying. But before then, wow, Michelle coming right I'm out of the gate with down. the hot takes here. Okay, um, laundry is also relatable. So yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, so is breathing, but they don't really you know emphasize <laughs> that a lot on the show. So I don't know. I don't know. Man. Coming from my throat there <laughs> jeez wow Sorry. oh my god um yeah i'm 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 expecting strong takes from michelle on club snub in particular but uh <laughs> yeah i so in our in our uh, discord this morning uh co steve came right out of the gate with uh club snub is the worst episode of star ever um <laughs> That's just totally false. What do you say about it that he didn't like? Well, it's because Tom sucks, and we all hate Tom. So that's that's oh, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's that's why. Um, and yeah, it's and like first watch, I was like, okay, oh my god, I'm not liking this. Like the ending, it's like Tom Star, it's it's uh, awful. But um, especially upon rewatch, I think it's a high quality episode. There's a lot of uh, very funny moments, and I, if I'm trying to distance myself from the shipping, I uh, I can appreciate how gorgeous the ending of the episode was. Um, and then Stranger Danger, I think, is a, um, it's a very necessary episode. I haven't been blown away by anything this season yet. Um, yeah. like, I think Fe- Fe- February, Starbrary, the last, uh, Battle for Muni and all the previous episodes of Star this year, I think got some more special. And I think we've these, uh, these four episodes have basically been like ABCs of, of what we should expect this season. Stranger Danger was like an episode quantifying exactly the discourse that we've been having on Eclipse on this podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. To, yeah. So that, like, that's very necessary for the show to do that. It just didn't really achieve any heights that, uh, that, you know, there's nothing in particular that I feel the need to immediately comment on. It's all just going to be like, yeah, okay, we'll see what they do with Eclipse. It was just like very much a setup episode. So um, while I wasn't really blown away, I did think both were were pretty high quality episodes. Um, yeah, let's, I, I think I want to, again, much like uh, last night, start with Stranger Danger here, just because it's the more plotty one. I think star episodes often follow this. Uh, although I, th- I feel like there have been ones that had the plotty one first and then the... Uh, the filler second um but uh i think the the eclipse stuff here that's clearly what what uh, we're mostly going to be getting into in these two weeks so um uh like i kind of said before eclipse portrayed um as uh like moon trying to tell star that eclipse is pure evil star saying um star is star like not buying it um and being like uh yeah okay what else did she do though which is basically what we yeah. what, what we've been saying so i really like that that was that was in the episode itself but um you know, we don't really get answers here. And Eclipsa's presentation, I think, is is really interesting. She comes across as as pretty normal. Um, what did what did you think uh, of of that presentation, Michelle, in this episode? Were you were you liking Eclipsa? Yeah, I mean, I'm like. <sighs> When when Star was like confronting her mom about Eclipse, I mean, like, well, like you're the one who went to her, and like she did what you wanted. You made a promise, like you should you should let her be free. And when she's like, yeah, but like look what she did in my hand. I don't know. I feel like for her to make the claim that Eclipse, she she makes you do things you don't want to do, and she like gets in your head. I don't think we've actually seen evidence of that. 
Like, yeah, she didn't tell her the spell was going to have, like, consequences, but that's not the same thing as, like, mind control. So if there is more to it than that, I'm I'm assuming the show is going to explore that, like, you know, piece by piece, little sprinklings through future episodes with Star. And the one thing I'm kind of wondering, it was, like, very quick, but when she's talking to her at the end about, like, the garden, there's a shot where, like, Star's um, cheek hearts turn into flowers and then they change back really quickly. And that could just be a weird animation thing, or maybe it's more. So maybe <laughs> there is some credence to Eclipse of being evil, but like I don't think we've really seen anything so far. Obviously, that legitimately points to like her being sketch. Yeah, we're very much seeing it from Star's perspective, and yeah. um, Star's seen nothing that would... Yeah, we've, we've just seen no proof that would indicate that Eclipse mm-hmm. is actually doing any of that mind control stuff that Moon says. Um, but yeah, what about just seeing her? I think it was pretty striking. We saw it in some of the promotional material, so it's not like shocking right now, but just seeing, she looks younger with her hair down. She looks like she's star's age, which makes her way more relatable. And yeah, I mean, she seems really chill. She seems like a nice, chill person. Yeah, she just like likes roses. She just like the chill aunt. I think is is yeah, the yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sam, what do you what do you think of uh, how Eclipse came across in this episode? I, yeah, I think she's chill. I mean, obviously, right now she doesn't pose a threat, and this can go one of a few ways. You know, maybe she's just playing dumb and you know acting like a sheep when she like a sheep and. Wolf in sheep's clothing, that's what I meant. Maybe doing something like that, or maybe she's just, you know, completely going to be harmless. Like, she spent hundreds of years in this, like, crystal prison, and now she just wants to live her life. You know, which I can respect. You know, maybe she just doesn't want to be, quote-unquote, evil anymore. Which, I don't know. I like her. I expect good things from her. Go Eclipsa. Sam's voting for Eclipsa, okay. Sam's devoting her... (laughs) Her muni, uh, I don't know what you do to pledging her My allegiance, ballad, yeah, yeah, to, to Eclipse. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Alex? Uh, were you um, interested in the presentation of her this episode? Oh, definitely. I, 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 we've been hyped for to see Eclipse for so long. Finally, just being a you know a normal character, and it seems we're heading in that direction. At least seeing her a bit more often. Um, as for, I love morally vague characters, and it does seem that we're going to stick with that for a bit because. While she's giving off this whole, well, I, I did dark magic, but it's not like that was actually wrong sort of thing. But also you have the line of Eclipse that can be very convincing, which mm-hmm. kind of comes off well with how she handles Star, right? It's just very good at evading questions when necessary, giving her the, an answer that satisfies her enough. And then at the end, you have that the 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 quote unquote joke. I, I might corrupt Glossrick when I do this, and. The star says, "Oh, that's that was another joke, right?" And she doesn't respond. So just like the, they're they're dropping little hints to let you know that this could go either way. I'm leaning to decide that this is going to end up badly for Star in the end. But it's nice to see how how well Eclipse is doing at at least um, hiding whatever is necessary to hide at this point right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think there are a lot of subtle things in that last interaction with Star is a really well done scene. Um, I think I just I think primarily for me, the portrayal of her just as a normal person is really is really interesting. And like I said, it would have been it would have been more striking if we hadn't seen it in in some of the promotional material. But um, Mm. I think that comes across. uh, It's just it's it like really humanizes her. And before we haven't seen uh, much of her other than you know, just uh, just kind of being in posters and stuff. And uh, she seems more like a, a normal person, although we don't really get any depth to her. 
Um, I think I think my main problem with Eclipse on the show right now, and it, granted it's been one episode, is that she's supposed to be evil, and we're having a lot of characters telling us she's evil. It's the it's it's what the show is doing. Like, but we, I, I've 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 seen no evidence that would indicate that she is evil, and that's fine. Like, if we're trying to make her ambiguous, um, but I I'm firmly on the side of Eclipsa is not evil because I've just been shown nothing that uh that she would be like i i do think i do think clearly we're going to go in a direction where she's like gonna betray a star and she's actually ultimately evil but at this point the presentation of her in the show like i don't i don't believe what moon's saying i don't think moon or the royals really have credibility for uh, for most things they say um i just like i really feel like we should have some something that would uh that would make me more wary of eclipsa because as is i really just want star to bond with her more <laughs> even even though it's, it's fake news yeah my, my, my response to this is what has this show ever told us that dark magic is used for good at all no but i no. th- but yeah. basically but like that, but that like star like the obvious marker right right right, right, right. she <laughs> made the dark magic chapter but i think that it's like what star said in this episode and um the show has just never presented dark magic as uh it's never convinced me that it's inherently bad like i get that moon's hand was corrupted but i don't i don't see the other than just the connotation of like dark magic is evil like and that's just it's just like the tropiness of it that i I, the show's never shown anything on how like dark magic corrupts someone really you know i I I wish we'd seen that but keep in mind this is like the first encounter stars had with eclipsa outside of that other time and I mean, I I am starting to agree more with Alex because Alex is pointing out like she's she's kind of evading questions. That's not like evil, but it's like not entirely helpful and straightforward either. And the fact that she Glossrick like freaking loves her and Glossrick's like a baby right now. He's like a little dog who has to go around on a leash or he gets into trouble. And the fact that she knows how to control him. I could see that becoming like a bigger plot point later on because Star's having trouble doing that. And Gloucester's bond with Eclipsa seems to be pretty strong. And she might not be evil, but morally Grey could still, like, lead to a lot of interesting places. And I would kind of prefer her to, like, have reasons that make sense for doing things that maybe Star ends up not agreeing with and could be bad for other people. So that's kind of where I'd like to see it go. I would still like to, like, empathize with Eclipsa, but I could totally see, like, not agreeing with all of her decisions. But does that make her a good or bad person? Who knows? Yeah, I want to. I, I want to separate for now what the show is going to do with her, because um, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of a separate t- discussion. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why I should see her as bad yet. I get that she's being sketch yeah. at the end. Um, and yeah, I, and I wonder if, if, like, and I think that's the point of this episode. But I also think we're in like a dangerous territory here of it just being frustrating. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like uh, really, really like uh, give me give me something that she's done well, that's it's, bad. It's doing a good job of putting you in the situation of star, right? Exactly. She's been, right? She's been fed this propaganda her entire life, and she realizes that part part of this isn't based in truth, like with the whole. Oh, she ran ran off with a monster. Like even she can see mm-hmm. like that, that's not enough of a reason. So we're we're in the same situation as her. Like we want to know more, and the show is going to show us how Star ends up digging for more as well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very much a, St- a Steven and Steven Universe situation right now, where we just have uh, fresh, right. frustratingly little information outside of the main character's perspective. Um, I'm just very worried because Eclipse's perspective to uh, Eclipse's portrayal to me is sympathetic right now, and I know that the show is going to do she's evil um, in next week. So I mean, I don't know. Like I don't have, do you, yeah, I don't do have spoilers, but like I just what else are we 
we doing here? Like uh, life is complex, not yeah. yeah more, morally could, gray, as Michelle said. It could be said, a, right? a slow burn kind of thing, where like a, maybe like there's a, and the thing is like she doesn't trust her though. Like after she gets her parents to agree to a fair trial, she's like, look, like. This doesn't mean I trust you. You need to answer some questions. Like, I'm still afraid of the things I've been growing up hearing about you. She's not, like, on board with her. She just, like, literally doesn't know, and she wants to find out for herself. But it's like, yeah, we don't know what to think. We have speculations, but that's literally, like, all we have right now. That's part of the fun. This is the first episode. There's going to be more. We're going to figure it out. But, like, this is the fun not knowing time. And I like that because it's still the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but for now, at least I'm fully uh, in the moment. I'm fully on Team Eclipsa here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got the whole spectrum covered. Yeah, then. Sam, what, uh, Team Eclipsa, Team uh, Moon. Team Eclipsa, Moon just like creeps me out. I don't like her. What? <laughs> oh, don't, don't say I don't know. Something about her just like face and like her regalness. Just I don't like it. Regalness can't be trusted. Yeah, exactly. What are, What have the monarchy ever done for us? Yeah, well, I think the, one of the big problems, like I said, is that the uh, the Mumin uh, monarchy has been sh- shown to be so uh, not credible um, in the right. exactly. Yeah, Especially in terms of like monster relations, that's very true. Yeah, um, yeah. monsters revolt. Yeah, that's what I. So, say. Alex, are you mm-hmm. not Team Eclipsa? I mean, in the in a perfect world, I would like Moon <laughs> and Eclipsa to live next to each other. Moon screaming at Eclipsa every once in a while yeah. when she invades her lawn. Are you are you <laughs> are you shipping Moon and Eclipsa? Oh, lawn. No. Are they related? Are are they? I guess so. I'd like them to be be together at family dinners every, like, two weeks or things like that. But, no, in this show, I I think Moon is going to end up being able to say, I told you so, unfortunately. I want Eclipsa to, like, have some depth here. Like, have, as Michelle mentioned, have reason behind doing things that could be deemed evil. So, like, that that would be the best case scenario for how Eclipsa is portrayed here but i i think moon's gonna end up winning this i'm i'm really worried about uh what exactly what you said and this i i don't i don't know if the show's had a successful morally gray portrayal before like that's the problem like they they had a chance they had had a chance with toffee and they went full uh embodiment of evil and i was really disappointed and i'm very worried that's gonna happen again here with eclipsa i'm really not interested in the plot line star thinks eclipse is good star is on eclipse's side eclipse a trick star eclipse is evil um, I, I just, I just really don't want the show to do that. I want a, a nuanced portrayal and into human monster relations. Um, I think we could get that though. I mean, Eclipsa wanting to marry a monster is like a pretty good, like way to tie those things together. Yeah. We've set it, we've set it up. We've set it up separate. to get there. Yeah. I, I think, I think we could do it. I'm skeptical. What do you, you think we can do it, Michelle? I would hope so because that would make the show. I mean, I I would like to think that like all these cool bits that the show has going on can can merge together in a way that makes sense and feels like earned and and thoughtful. That's the dream, right? We'll we'll see, but I think it's possible certainly because like. Stars already befriended monsters. So, like, she gets that about Eclipse in a way that, like, Moon doesn't. But Moon's starting to think about it, too. So, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be my answer to a I don't lot know of if, I don't know if Moon's going to be uh, turned around on this. but um... You're not completely, but... Yeah, Sam, uh, how, are we, uh, how are we ending the, the Star of Ember? Uh, good Eclipse or bad Eclipse, though? Neutral Eclipse, so she'll just ride yeah. off into the sunset. Ah. Be like, okay, bye. Yeah. I, I think it's worth considering will we even resolve her at the end of this, because we don't really have another villain set up. 
Um, so I, th- I think that's that's gonna be interesting to track here, just because we like ended Toffee so quick. Like, what 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 else are we even doing after this? Um, but it's too it's too hard to say this. We have like ten episodes, fifteen episodes before <laughs> before we end the season. Okay. Yeah, and Eclipse was mentioned yeah. like once offhandedly in season two, like with Into mm-hmm. the Wand, and and she just showed up. Oh, hey, she's important. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The whatever whatever Wednesday Thursday next week could easily just set up someone else. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Okay. So the last Eclipse thing I want to talk about is um. The main, I was looking for tangibles from, from Moon. Like, uh, like what, what is, makes Eclipse evil? And the thing that she definitely sees, the thing that she seems to say is she gets into your head. Um, she's very convincing. Um, so. Wow, charisma is evil, everybody. (laughs) Right. Is, is that just charisma or is, is this like mind control? What do you think, Sam? I don't think it's, I don't know. I feel like Eclipse is just like not as bad as Moon is making her out to be. You know, I think Moon just has all these conspiracy theories, but just because Eclipse made her arms go black, like, whatever, Moon. Just calm down. Just because... Enjoy Eclipsa... your black heart. Stop complaining. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think Eclipse might be more of, like, a defense against the dark arts kind of person, you know? Maybe she just, like, had all that dark arts, dark uh, magic whatever stuff, because, you know, hey, it's a bad thing, and, you know, gotta be aware of it. Don't gotta use it, etc. So I don't know. I think Moon's just paranoid. Is that a Harry Potter reference from Sam? Yes. Wow. That's wow, a, I know. That's I a first. Her. Oh my god. Yeah. So are we saying uh, Eclipse is Snape? Is that what we're saying? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, don't ever. Don't ever. Don't ever. <laughs> bring Snape into anything. Ever. Weren't there other good Defense Against the Dark Arts professors? Yeah. Okay. You're you're uh, you're making all the Harry Potter fans upset. Yeah. There's a lot. Come on. There's one every year. Um, yeah. I know. But this one was like the good one. There are there's there's a few the 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 werewolf. Or are right? they all just like yeah. crap? Um. No. I don't. I think there's some good ones. Um. Uh. Alex. Uh. What What do you think is uh. Where do Where do you think we're going with the Eclipse uh potential mind control thing? Do you think that this is the main focus of her going forward? No, I, I think that was just Star interpreting things a bit too literally. <laughs> Moon says that she gets into your head, but like it, it goes with her feeling that Eclipse is a bit manipulative, the right. same way that at, at her as a young person looking for help, uh, she went directly to Eclipse. Eclipse didn't explain things all the way through, and Moon interpreted that as, oh, she should have she should have explained that to me, and so she holds that kind of grudge, maybe. But I, I think it's more on that line of like how Eclipsa handles people in general to get her them to do things rather than it being directly mind control. Yeah. Okay, so that here's my problem. If that's true and she doesn't like have evil powers, then what makes her evil? It's like her motivations have to be evil ultimately. If if if, if it's true that she's that she's bad at all, and the only way that that her motivations are evil because she's the that represents the monster stuff is if um she's like monsters bad evil oppose humans, and that's not what we're looking for from from the human monsters plot, right? Like we want it to be um to be the the human royal families mistreating monsters and stuff like that. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm hoping, I kind of hope it's like so, some, something else other than, uh, just that, uh, that she has an evil outlook on life. Cause I feel like that leads in bad directions. Um, does that make, does that make well, sense or, at all? Or, or like maybe mm. a, a way where she like uses her like politicking skills to get people to like monsters or uh, so, some, something where like she uses her manipulation for positive means, but it gets rejected by people in similar places of power or something along those lines right i think right. i feel like that would not even that would not be evil eclipse but um i guess people just don't like her being uh politicking yeah maybe maybe that's yeah maybe- and, and and that would that would be a way to get like good eclipse but doing it in the wrong ways or sort of thing okay yeah i i hope so well, 
there are a couple possibilities we can go with Eclipsa here. Yeah. I mean, the thing I keep thinking about is just like, um, oh god, I see. Now I can't even remember if it was season one or two, but the episode where like there's the Eclipsa chapter in Star's book, right? And they keep being like, oh, she's not ready for that. Oh, it's gonna corrupt her, and it like corrupts Marco like crazy. But Star's fine. And again, like when they were checking her. And this episode, and they're like doing all these tests. Like, oh, is there any like dark magic like in you? Did you get infected? There seems to be some kind of magical force they're associating with Eclipsa that is so powerful that it can just like contaminate people. And is that legitimate? Do you guys think, or do you think that's another like thing where like, oh, well, she likes the monsters. Like, maybe she's also just like evil and manipulates people into like thinking that way, and she must have this evil force. Or is there like actually something there? That well, can affect people with like a weaker will than Star. Uh, I definitely think so because you have like Moon being corrupted with her arm, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we've gotten it, it fed to us multiple times that Star is like the strongest magic user they've seen since Eclipsa. Yeah, so it makes sense that she's the only one who can handle that that level of of magic. Yeah, and, at least to me, yeah. that that's the justification. And the thing about the hand is, like, she used, like, a spell. And it make, to me, it makes sense, like, well, if you want, like, something that requires a certain amount of effort, there has to be, like, a reverse, like, payback for that in some way. And, and that, was that a spell Eclipsa, like, made herself? Or did she just find out about it because she's been doing all this research on, quote-unquote, dark magic? Because if she just found it, I don't think that really makes her evil. She's just knowledgeable. She's a, like, magic nerd for evil stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I really need more clarity on the on dark magic. I think the the type of stuff Alex saying makes sense, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I've seen very the show's just been so vague about it. Um, I think it's a, a potential problem with Star that we've had recurring is that a lot of core mythology stuff is is presented very vaguely. But generally, when when it's mattered, they've they've extrapolated upon it. So I hope that that's going to happen here soon with with the Eclipse of Magic. Um, and I'm sure it will. I, I think that we'll get, we'll definitely be getting into that. And I hope it relates to the Dark Star arc that we've been hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Maybe Star is the villain for next season. I, oh, pl- man. Please, I would be so, I would be so in. Only a smooch from Mark. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. That was a joke. That's all no. we can say. Nope. Uh, Michelle is in. Confirmed. Star so, no. Was- Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's happening. Okay. Um we'll get we'll I'll reference that back to that when we're uh, talking Tom Star. But um the okay, less important things from this episode. Um it, it, we talked uh, yesterday about uh infant Glasserick just reverting back to being a baby and that's basically how he's presented here, a combination of yeah. being a baby and a dog. Um hmm. yeah. A bog. A bog? You know yeah. what? A puppy. A puppy. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor has like an Emmy or two, and now he's he's doing this. He's this. <laughs> no, God, Bob that's a good point, yeah. Sam. I mean, Ali Tudyk voiced a rooster. Disney does anything with voice actors, <laughs> or voice actors will do anything for Disney. Mm. Hey, uh, I'm 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 not loving this this glasswork portrayal. Although I think it was funny. Yeah, uh, like I thought it was a little bit cute. Like yeah. maybe, but like it, I'm interesting. I think like the mom yeah. the mom star moments were like kind of cute. But that that was the only good thing about this. I would say just old man. Glossrick with his white hairy legs just <laughs> everywhere. I will yeah. say Glossrick is uh, much more sympathetic in this form. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not really a. D- that's true. Yeah, you like him better when he doesn't talk. Shame oh, on you. Or just says that one word. Bob yeah, Gore. Glob, yeah, Bob Gore. Apparently, that mean anything. 
no. does not yeah. ring any bells to me. Yep. Um, so yeah, class. We'll see. We'll see what we do with Glasser as we go along. Um, I, th- I think the the theory presented yesterday by someone in the chat of him being built back up as Star writes her her new spell book, although she doesn't seem to be writing any spells at the moment. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's possible we tie that into Star going down the dark magic route, and she writes her own chapter with influence with like dark magic and normal magic influences. Like that could be really interesting. Um, I'd, I'd really be in on that. Okay. Um, other, uh, oh, we had the high commission here. I, I will say stranger danger, very like wacky episode, uh, in terms of humor, the show, some, yeah, yeah shows, which for an episode about Eclipse, was like interesting. Yeah. I think one of the show's most distinctive things is it has, uh, is interesting humor styles. Sometimes it's capable, the show's capable of like a horror episode, like the second one yesterday. And then also just like a, this like slapsticky episode, like stranger danger. So I think that, and it kind of fits with the vibe Eclipse is going for, right? Like, Hey, I'm goofy ants uh, right. I, I do jokes you know yeah it's yeah I, I think it makes sense for this episode i think it works like i think it's a really well put together episode the high commission uh decontaminating star was the source of, of all that humor um and uh the the i am evil uh i, I chart <laughs> yeah this is bricks <laughs> yeah uh, that was like totally an admission um yeah. uh, <laughs> i was just reading it yeah yeah uh evil fleas uh no those are just regular fleas and stars there <laughs> star has Please. Yeah, she doesn't care. I like this. I mean, I can relate. I had lice. The show finally I portraying can't... Star's giant hair as realistic. That's what I'd say this is. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yes. Finally. This is why the laser puppies were a bad idea. Oh, yeah. They're probably from the laser oh, puppies. That's true. true. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't wow. blame the puppies. Come on. No, I no, blame the puppies. The puppies, <laughs> they got fleas and they gave them the star. That Marco probably has fleas too. So. Oh, Starco fleas. Oh, anyway, fleas um, and then- oh my god, this <laughs> oh, no. oh. See, that's that. when you know you're too deep. Too in. deep. Yeah, ship the fleas. <laughs> They're in the headlights. <laughs> Shake the fleas, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, we had uh, Romulus yelling, uh, "Are you evil?" At Star, a bunch. Yep, that that too. Big, uh, big Romulus. And then Romulus later, uh, one of the evil things Eclipsa did was uh, told uh, told uh, Hecapu, I think that Romulus was annoying. Uh, can you believe it? Says Romulus, and Star said yes. Oh yeah. But my favorite was Hecapu saying, "I saw her double dipping the ranch at the royal ball." Yeah, Hecapu is disturbed. By that. <laughs> because double dipping is a royal offense. No, nobody should be doing that at that, public that, parties. That fits with um, you. In, uh, royal code i would say at least um wow double dipping you can get thrown in crystal jail for that i guess yeah you should what, you should that's, that's the offense yeah omnitraxis uh, heard, heard that yeah, you're gonna give everybody mono and gingivitis it's awful and fleas Please. Yeah, that's the source of Star's hair fleas. Yep. Not that, don't blame the laser puppies. Come on. Um, uh, on the track, just heard she was a pescatarian. That was one of the reasons. And then um, you heard she used to eat babies. No, uh, that was Bobibsa, the barbarian baby eater. Um, so these are all the reasons given. Me. I, I, uh, I, I, I thought that would have worked a little better as a reference to like the monster lore that we've gotten because they've said in the past that monsters have been rumored to eat babies and it would connect with Eclipse. Oh, sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah, it could have related it, to something. It was yeah. used as a joke, but like it could have been fit into this somehow. Yeah. Well, how would they have gotten the alliteration if it was a monster? They could have called the monster Bob. Okay, wait, I don't know if that's all it is. I'm not talking about the barbarian part, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, okay. I, I, see, I see what we're saying here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like, I think it was funny, the High Commission being slapstick like this, but I also um, am kind of desperate for a serious Hecapoo portrayal again. Uh, we haven't really mm. gotten that since Running With Scissors, so um, 
Romulus is never serious, but uh, we know Hecaboo is capable of, of uh, and Omnitraxis as well. Those were two great episodes, and we haven't seen any of that since then. So I, I'd like some of that coming up. Um, more other the slapstick game was Star with uh, in the trial segment um, with the, uh, due, the due process, due process, and then uh, we believe in a little thing called the justice system. Said said Star. Wow. Um, does Mew, does Muni believe in the justice system? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Human justice code. Okay, yeah, I guess we will find yeah, out. If, if the Magic High Commission is the trial, then can this truly be fair? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot more people. Yeah. Um, so will we see the trial next episode? No. Yeah, I don't think so. What's the name of the next episode? Uh, we don't need to get into it. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> then, well then, giving us no crumbs off to go off. I could, I could, I could pull it back up, but uh, we we'll just talk. Let's talk. face it off of it now. I, maybe we'll see it at some point, but probably not right away. Okay. Other, uh, for- I, I do want to say that like exiling Eclipsa in that Rose Tower seems to be a good way to say, okay, she's here, but we're not going to go to her very often. It's like, well, mm, when Star yeah. wants to visit her, we'll see her. But if not, Star wants to do her own things. We'll just leave Eclipse off to the side. Yeah, I guess so. She can just stay there. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see how uh, much. I, I assume Eclipse will be like in maybe one more episode this week, and then next week it'll be heavy Eclipse. Then she'll die. I hope not. <laughs> we already went through this with Toffee. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk episode one. Club snubs. I can't believe we've gone this long without getting yeah, into yeah, Tom yeah. Star. Tom R. Alex, mm-hmm. what? Which what is it? Uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom R. Tar. We're just gonna call it Tom Star. Star. Okay. Um, I don't know for clarity. Uh, Star Tom. So Tom, big. I, I suggested Lucifer. Lucifer's morning star. Him? Wait, what? Yeah, because Lucifer is the name <laughs> of the devil, but it also means star. So you know. Oh my! God. I like Stom. Stom is my new ship name for this. Stom. Stom. Yeah, it's better than. Uh, I like that because it's really close to stop. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Alex has given the perspective I have on this. Uh, Michelle, (laughs) we need the Tom Star defense. What what did you think of them in this episode? I'm not. Okay, guys. I just because I don't love Starco doesn't mean that I love. It's one or the other. It's one or the other, Michelle. You have to pick one. There's always a third one. What's the third one? Um, The the, The one where they're friends. Yeah. That's that's Starco. That counts as Starco. No, it does Dark not. encompasses no. all platonic no, and romantic interactions. I was just scared they were going to smooch, and they didn't. But I still had a mini heart okay, attack. Okay, well, more generally, do, I think you're a Tom fan, correct? Yeah, no, Tom's cool. Yeah, what do you think of Tom in this episode? He, I think he seemed mostly sympathetic here. Right, yeah. Like, the fact that he was, like, playing it cool and, like... And, and like Ponyhead was like, oh, he's club snubbing you. You should club snub him back. And so she just gets like more and more into it. I thought it was awesome. And then at the end, he was like actually being really chill. And then he like started to flip out because he could, he's still like himself and he still has like huge anger management problems. And then she gets on the cloud and they start fighting. It was just like, this is their actual dynamic. This is like, you know, she wanted a friend. And he was being, like, he thought he was doing the right thing, but, like, I think they're going to reach a place where he can just be her friend and be chill. Although she accidentally told him that she's not involved, which is probably a mistake. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was really chill this episode, and I liked their dynamic a lot. Uh, what do you think? It's, is Are they a thing at the end here? Um, they say you get a corn shake just- sometime, and then Star's, like, looking at him? 
acknowledge they were a thing before, so like there was already something there to begin with for them to reconsider would not be completely out of nowhere. But I think they're just kind of like, huh, I forgot. This is this is nice. You're a good dancer. Like that that was a good time. Yeah, look, we should hang out. Was, yeah, you're pretty cool. Okay. That is not a commitment to anything. But I think it's like nice that they can get to that place because so much of it before was her running away and him being really stupid and angry. So I like where they are. Okay. I think it's good. Okay. I think there's a lot of people that agree with you. Let me put, let me tell you why I hate this here. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get the shipper's opinion. Yeah. Let's, no, it's, I'm, it's, we're going to, I'm not going to mention Starco once in this explanation of why I hate this. <laughs> so the way this episode portrays it is um that they're they're like we're do- we're done tom's like moving on even though uh you know even though star says uh done with marco or something and uh you know they're they're, they're done but then they're gonna dance anyway because they can move on as friends and um what propels them into this potentially romantic place is like I-, I think what the dance sequence is symbolically portraying is that they have this inherent chemistry um, that they like, uh, cannot, like, like, can't escape it. Like, uh, this is, it came back. Um, they, them dancing with the fire and the butterflies visuals, um, just remembers it represented the spark that they have. And, um, then, uh, at the end, it's like reignited, uh, Star's interest in Tom because, uh, it, it's, uh, it, here, here was this person who, uh, she was involved with previously in her life and he was like, he's not a great person. He was like bad for her. And, um, despite the fact that she thinks that they had this, uh, spark and, um, but she correctly moved, like, is she good for sure? She moved on. And now, um, here we are back and, uh, the spark comes back and, uh, Star's gonna revisit this and, Tom is trying to change, but as we saw in this episode, he still has these anger management issues, and he's still probably not good for her. And um, I just, uh, you know, I just hate that uh, it's like this: the spark is reignited. Tom Star, like uh, this sucks. <laughs> it's, it sucks. Hate it. That would be an unfortunate way to read it. I agree. <laughs> what am I reading? What am I reading wrong there? <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I think that's perfectly valid from everything we've seen so far that makes total sense but yeah and i'd like to add that like uh, when you're talking about like the chemistry it's interesting that here they were hammering home like with manfred and all that the the royalty have expected tom and star to be a thing for a long time mm-hmm. and even in the in the book there was a, a little detail where like tom and uh, star was expected to be with tom because they're royalty so just the, all the tradition stuff w- might have helped to uh, build that chemistry over time but also in the show we've had the whole start breaking from traditions not following what royalty usually does so even though you're right that this was trying to show like this is how things looked back back then but if we continue down this road i think we are very quickly going to get to a situation where star realizes that this isn't going to work and tom i think is mature enough at this stage to also come to a similar conclusion so yeah. e- even if at the end with the would you want to get a corn shake like if that leads to like one di- like quote unquote date episode I don't think it extends beyond that since I feel that they're both in places where they realize that they don't have to do this. I totally agree and like you know so like she just she just wanted a friend and I think the fact that like you know they did the dance and it's very beautiful and like the fire and her energy were like in sync like you can be in sync with people and still like have a strong connection and not have to be romantic and I, I kind of hope that's where this show's going with this like I hope Tom can be a supportive like friend force. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but I I seem to remember like their issue with the relationship before was that he was like kind of controlling 
and like not fun to be around because he was really jealous all the time and star was like i can't deal with this anymore this is like not a fun relationship bye and i i agree with alex i think like tom is reaching a point where he's not that guy anymore and he he admitted like oh he thought she was dating marco so he had totally backed off after that song and now, like, maybe he'll be interested for, like, a hot second. We'll see. Like, I really hope that isn't what ends up happening. But I, I think he's willing to take no for an answer. And that's already, like, a kind of a big deal for Tom. <laughs> and I think he he's reaching a place where he can be, like, a good, actual, supportive friend who's, like, there for Star. And he's kind of her only friend who's who would be there outside of everyone on Earth. So he's kind of who she has to talk to right now. Like, she can't talk to Glosser, really. Or, like... She has Eclipse and maybe we'll see. But besides that, she really only has Tom. Yeah. So Pony, I would Pony hope Head. that they could Pony become Head. friends. Pony yeah. Ponyhead too. Kelly. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know. <laughs> no, they're on yeah. Earth though. Kelly's not on Earth. But yeah. Oh, Kelly's not on Earth. But like, you know, I, I would yeah. hope that that's I get, Yeah. Okay. That's a very, I think it's a very oh. rosy portrayal of, of, uh. of, to, of Tom Michelle. Um, yes, Alex. Yeah. And ju- just in response to the manipulative part, I do think there's another interpretation here where Tom is still being manipulative because you have the sad eyes at the end and Star like calls him out immediately on it. Then in the middle, he uh, the, his frustration, he says, I was just trying to give you what you want, like throwing the blame on Star for, mm. for the situation. So there that's is definitely an, an interpretation where Tom is still this personality. And maybe that's what Star, Star will eventually yeah. notice that, okay, he's changed a little, but he's still not the person I want to be with. Yeah, definitely you know? a pot- right, def- like, I I do not want to ship them romantically. Okay. I just hope sure. that, like, Tom can be less stupid and a better friend. And I don't think he can do that until he stops seeing Star as, like, not a person, you know? Which is a part of the big problem with their relationship, I assume. Yeah. He was just, like, really jealous and didn't trust her. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think the episode's doing what Alex is saying, although I think it could do that. Like, I was worried that it was going to do that, but um, it... it I don't think that the, the episode itself is is doing this. Uh, Thomas being manipulative. Anyway, two points. One, um, Tom's uh, logic that um, him hearing that at the the song day that uh, stars with Marco now is being a big impetus for him uh, be, moving on um, is a really uh, sexist mindset. Um, yeah, it's not it's not ideal. It's incredibly mm. problematic, and it's like Star says, uh, "I've told you repeatedly, I'm not interested anymore," and you haven't. Uh, you haven't gotten the message. Uh-huh. Oh, but hearing that um, he she's someone uh, she's another man's possession now. That's what gets Tom to, uh, to 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 get it in her head. It's a very typical male in in our society mindset, and um, it's a horrible one. So, like, even though Tom comes across well, I think there's this subtly super sexist uh, element to, to his logic here. Um, yeah, I don't think any of us are saying that Tom comes off as great here i would know i think for i think like for the most part he comes he comes across well there's this is just kind of a below the surface thing like he you know other than his blow up that's uh i don't think that's immediately obvious watching the episode i don't know if they even intended that to be honest like i yeah because the weird part to me is like the reason i like this episode is because they showed good and bad for tom like i didn't get that Mm -hmm. they were trying to make him sympathetic and that's what i liked about the episode because in in other episodes tom is like very one-dimensional but here i i did get yeah. the feeling that they were trying to do more with his yeah, personality. Even if they didn't intend the, the the sexism thing, then it was uh then they had the blow up and they had um him being like, I was just trying to, you know, to let you you give you space. So they, yeah, I agree. It's it's a it's a multifaceted portrayal. Um two is uh Sam, do you have uh, comments on this? I don't know. I didn't really see it that way until you just mentioned it. So thank you for opening my eyes. 
to the sexist workings of of Tom Muni yeah. and Tom. Yeah, no, it's because the episode the just world. is not. I don't know if the episode's aware of what I said about that. Yeah, it's a good point. It, it yeah, could not be not. aware. <laughs> Which is a pretty big problem. Um, but yeah, that's not good. It shouldn't take uh, someone going out with someone else in order to uh, in order to clue you in that they're not interested if they say they're not interested before. Like that, like them saying they're not interested is the important part. It doesn't matter if they're in a relationship or not. Yeah. Okay. True. Um, and and number two, I do I do think we're not doing Tom Stars like a cannon ship. Like there, this is I agree with Alex. Like this, we're, we're going to explore this temporarily. This is part of the Star Immune arc, but I don't think that's the, like the point of, of of me not liking this. Like okay, yes, it'll it'll eventually stop, but um, I just don't like romanticizing the spark like that I talked about here. Like I think this is a thing media commonly does, and um, it, it's like there's no tangible reason that we've seen why Star and Tom are good for each other, other than that uh, she per they she perceives them as having some sort of like connection and uh i i I don't think the show has convinced me at all that they work together like well personality wise or that uh she respects he respects her like other than his one action here with trying to give her space um so uh just just the fact that like we're going to explore them after they've had this uh, spark i do think it's a very realistic thing um a a realistic portrayal of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people could could relate to, to what's happening here but um it's 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 just a further media romanticization of uh this this uh non-tangible like kind of illogical um male female uh romantic uh type thing that's happening and and, and that's basically a, a, a kind of a summation of why i do not like tom and star i feel like that is they they are the representation of that and uh and we like show show me show me why they work together I, that's the on um, that's what the show's uh job is if we're gonna explore this arc you need to actually so, show that tom and star have anything going for them that like the star is like actually happy with tom like uh and that that he, he provides anything in in their interactions that makes her happy so you're saying you wish this episode was a flashback you're right <laughs> say. yeah that would have been uh that would have solved all the problems that's a in- well then we think it yeah, was that's in re- yeah that's yeah. In- we did yeah. we did think it was we thought it was like the first time they met or something yes and it was not and uh we're all set but it, we were all in denial yeah. for a it's, long time. it's a really beautiful <laughs> yeah. sequence though and um i was kind of stunned by the animation of the uh fire and butterflies intertwining and them dancing even though i hated what it stood for it was still, <laughs> it was still- <laughs> it's still pretty but ah yeah. the message yeah. you can enjoy how art looks but not what it represents and i will say yes, i don't think the show um... has an obligation to i don't think the show has an obligation <laughs> okay. to portray only morally positive things it can just be star doing something unhealthy here um i do I, i'm just i'm just worried that we're further propagating this romanticization of that um i, I don't know is the show even going to be aware of this being an unhealthy portrayal um i do think i do think star uh, as a show overall does not only do things that are good like it does not shy away from showing showing negative uh actions and consequences and stuff like that so i think that that could be what we're doing i guess star is also like 14 years old and you know there's room to learn right yeah grow, it's definitely realistic blah, blah, blah. she's 14 and it's like yeah. this tom's like quote unquote the hot guy right and like it's it's it, he's the bad right boy. he's the bad boy bad. it's totally bad. realistic i definitely agree like i don't think you know i just uh just i want what's best for star like this is not this is not what's best for star. okay <laughs> we all yeah. do we all, we all do um so yeah i think that's gonna be interesting i am open to this portrayal being you just got to give me more from Tom and, and Tom and Star. You know, just uh, I, I hope that that happens if we're exploring that. Uh, like we said, though, there's a lot of uh, I think this episode's um, got a lot going for it other than the Tom Star here. Um, maybe the highlight is all of these um, human royals that we meet. 
uh, in this episode besides uh, Ponyhead, Tom and Star. We have these other, what, uh, five uh, prince and princesses. And yes, then- including the best prince ever, Prince Rich Pigeon. With his new leg. Oh my god, when Star was dancing with him, I just died. It was just so ridiculous and great. You love Prince Rich Pigeon, Michelle. Yeah, he's great. Look at his legs. He's awesome. I'm partial to Dave. I want to know more about Dave. Like, how do you... How do you fall in love with the demon lady? Like, uh, okay, how well, okay. Let's let's hold off on Dave for a second. Tom. Let's talk. Just talk about the prince and princesses for now. We get, yeah, we're obviously the highlight oh. of the episode is Rath- Yeah, Rath- I didn't really like the princes. And oh princesses. come on! So I'll let's just, go through I'll them. Okay, that. so we have Prince Rich Pigeon, who's the most ridiculous mm-hmm. one. He's the best. Yeah, you like I Prince Rich Pigeon, Sam? What? You like Rich Pigeon? Yes, I do. Is it? I love. Is him. his He's first name great. Rich, or is um is that the family name? It could be, it could be Richard Pigeon. Oh, yeah, you said Richard. Yeah, yeah, they call him Richard. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's, that was a stupid gag. Uh, there's also uh, Prince Prince Larry Keltbottom, who uh, mm. who uh, Ponyhead says uh, someone came up and hit him with a hottie stick. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these lines were really working for me. I thought that was a great. Can I just line. say, Ponyhead, this episode yeah. and the first episode yesterday, she's been incredible. Like, yeah, she's been really I think this thin. is peak Ponyhead. Okay. Now, now I want to. I liked Ponyhead in the first episode, but this is why I don't like Ponyhead. Like she, manufacturing drama is just something that I just. I mean, she can't, literally I, says I drama, 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 drama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I get you're lampshading it, but it just it's it's annoying. Like Star could have gotten I was not there on annoyed. her own without Ponyhead. Egging oh yeah, she her could own. have. Star is capable on her own. I agree. Yeah, po- po- I just uh, po- Ponyhead and this. This is what makes me not like the episode as much as the other one. The just Ponyhead yeah. being in the middle of just buddy. I see what you're saying. I don't care though. <laughs> I kind of just love Ponyhead for who she is. Even Let Ponyhead be her destructive, with... awful self. Come on. Yes, need people I don't like need that, that bad influence that around Star. Okay, that's fair. Actually, that's fair. Um, but uh, Princess Jags, who I guess is the, um, there's like a merfolk people in, in the book. They talk about this. So I guess that that's where she's from. Um, not much going for Princess Jags. I don't know what to talk about with her. Um, no. Rock Johansson, Star's cousin. Um, Prince Rock Johansson, um, mm-hmm. Princess Spider Bite. So, can someone explain to me the joke with the Spider Bite uh, family? Because I don't, I don't know if I get it. I don't that know that they got bitten by spiders. Yeah, is that it? They have those big balls yeah. in their face. Yeah. What else is there? Maybe and I guess just the idea that they're princess, they're supposed to be royal, but they look that way and they haven't gotten it healed. Or, it must be know. genetic if it's the whole family. I think it might be genetic. Maybe they grew out of maybe the spiders bit something normal and then they grew out of that and became an, their own subspecies, which had like a, a hierarchy I don't know, oh but or, maybe or it's a it's a it's a royal tradition where you have to get bitten by a spider oh, in this kingdom in order to join the family. Like a sign of strength and tolerance. Yeah. To and poison. Yeah, I could see that. A maybe t- one of the crew members just got bitten by a spider, and the writer thought it was funny. And yeah. here we go. And they're like, ah, oh, I have to write these characters. I know what I'm gonna do. Got bitten by that spider last Tuesday. Okay, these are unsatisfactory explanations. As much as I love the backstory, I think mine might be closest to that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was, it's just a visual gag, I guess. But yeah, um, and yeah, th- that's it for the prince and princesses. I think as as Alex mentioned, probably the highlight is uh, Tom's mom and dad, Rath Rathmelior, uh, and um, Dave. 
So hey Dave, yeah. hey Dave. he's like the most normal person. Right. So yeah, the joke joke being that the yeah she's the yeah she's the the devil demon, and then Dave's a normal guy. So um, you really connected with Dave, Alex. Yeah, because uh, like he just sits uh, sits down and River greets him nicely, like "Hi, Dave." Hi. <laughs> it's like that. That's how I enter social situations usually. We identify with Dave. Yeah, I just say hi, and then I just sit down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just like well, raising Tom, like and like, are you actually an angry person deep down? I know they get angry later, where they like fight over, "Oh, hey, your son was ignoring my daughter," sort of thing. But like he just it's, he seems so chill, and I wonder like if like if the demon world rubbed off on him, if he already had characteristics, and that's what attracted him to the to his wife. This I don't know. It, it's it's a lot an, behind that. There's a lot to explore in the character mm-hmm. of Dave. So is Dave want. is Dave a human? Um, is that what's happening? Is he just that would be interesting, right? Yeah, like he just wrong. wandered into the into the depths of hell. Is he a, <laughs> is he a human? Like, uh, yeah, like if no, because here's the thing is that uh, Rathmulior is not like presented as like an evil devil. I think she's just a she's just a, an underworld just, creature. Yeah. right? Well, in, in general, the underworld isn't portrayed as bad. here. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's just another kingdom on Muni. Um, yeah. So Dave, if, if Dave um, is a human, they could have just met some, you know, <laughs> met, met at an event like this, I guess. Um, although they well, what if what if they met at the Blood Moon Ball? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Alex maybe. has begun the Rathmelier X Dave fan fiction. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Where's the tag? Where's is it, is it up yet? Are the and, and we so can put a parallel name? with Tom Star. Yeah, it's Tom. It's a secretly a Tom Star fic. Yep, there you go. Uh, nope. Yeah. What do you what nope. Sam? What do you think of Rathmelior and Dave? Love Rathmelior. She's the best. I love her like clapping and crying at the end. Dave, I, I take 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 <laughs> her leave, Dave. Okay. Oh, I'll, 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 he's I'll very leave. normal, so I can understand if you're against underwhelms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what what does she see in him? Right, <laughs> just maybe maybe because he's normal. Maybe that's why. That's the gray know. mystery. We don't have to understand it, but because we're, we're all of the opinion that she's uh, <laughs> she's she's great. So so what's the <laughs> what's the what's the appeal of Dave exactly? Um, yeah, M- Michelle, thoughts on this? I like them. I want to see more of them. Even if we don't delve into their backstory, I really like the lady and Dave seems real chill. So, and they're happy. I mean, good. They they found why why does he not get crap for being with like a monster person? Oh, good but point. Of yeah. Does, right? Yeah. Like they're fine with him. So, I, I guess just cuz she like went to the there. he like went to the underworld, I guess, and lives there now. Um no, also, Maybe they met at a taco stand. We don't know. <laughs> no, and the weird part is they don't consider people from the underworld monsters yeah. because nobody has a problem star with Tom. Exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah. True. So, like, well, what's the distinction there between people who live in the underworld and people who I are like just this is a very uh, Earth-centric perspective on things, Alex. A very human-centric. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that in, in Muni. Uh, like uh, monsters are a specific thing, and then humans are. A spe- I need biological reasons. Here. <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. Okay, uh, it's it's humans aren't the norm there. Uh, you could look like uh, St- Tom or Star, and that's still like uh, the default. You know, I feel like that's what's being presented. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting if the show got into that more. Uh, uh, this this concept of club snubbing um, is the the setup for the episode. By the way, um, this is so this is like clearly a, a concept in IRL, but I've not heard this term before. This is a very star term for this. I thought it was just quote unquote making somebody jealous. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I guess we needed a snappy yeah. name for that. Yep. Yeah, because snubbing is a word. Star so, does, um, the show star does like the word club, so um, I guess that makes sense. I don't think this is like... Can, oh, never mind. Okay. I don't think this is a proper usage of the word snubbing, but... Yeah, mm. whatever. It's just... A, well, snubbing is ignoring. Okay, okay. That, that is basically what's yeah. happening. Pony, they're, Pony they're says, the more you ignore somebody, the more they fall deep in love with you. That's like science. That's like scientific or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow thanks Head. I think there's an Adventure Time episode that talked about that about snubbing no like about ignoring yeah the, and, like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah yeah every show does it's it's a destructive uh, trope to continue Avatar even had this oh. in season one um, yeah, yeah with um yeah. what's her face yeah, in the fortune teller May? Yeah. yeah so not May um, Meng yeah so Meng yeah it, it's a thing in a lot of shows it's it's obviously not good <laughs> but uh we don't like star a lot of times doesn't feel the need to comment on the moralness of, of things like this like uh it, it's uh, you get the impression that it doesn't it's not real thing but it doesn't feel the need to go out of its way like i guess pony like pony had succeeds at the end right like pony had uh cl- club club snubbed everyone all of them yeah. yes so the sh- like club and another show strong. would like not do that ending because it's like uh <laughs> morally bad subver- like uh subversive ending but star just goes for the humor uh moments um but i did yeah i did like pon- pony head walking out with all the princes yeah and i will say i'm glad that they danced with literally everyone it wasn't like a boy girl yeah. kind of thing like literally okay. everyone got danced with that made me really happy that definitely got my uh, attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, at first it's just uh, the male-female dances, but then Star dances with Princess Spider-Bite and then Princess Jags and um, then Ponyhead. Um, and some Jags and Spider-Bite are dancing. Uh, yeah, so it turns out that you dance with everyone doesn't just mean the heteronormative um, option, right? It's, it's But any of the guys Right, but we did not see any of the guys though. dancing, though. Yeah. Because it wasn't uh, as interesting. We were watching Star and Star's choices. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not this. This te- if if the show hadn't done the male male background kiss before, I would say that this falls in line with the animation trend of portraying female female, but not male male romances. That's like a whole industry wide yeah. trend, bro. Well, uh, mm-hmm. You know, arguable outside. Mm-hmm. Definitely true in children's animation. Sam and I debated this outside of this, but um, this, <laughs> the only the thing that Star had mainly done before was the just friends male male background kiss. So it does have some credibility there. Um, but yeah, that this was this episode is in danger of being very conceptually very uh, heteronormative, and um, it it subverted that well there. Although it was kind of just fat, kind of fast in a in a montage, um, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, other than that, the only other things I have are just uh, the some of the funny pony head moments that we've we've talked about her doing uh, drama, drama, drama to star, um, and then uh, try like her her head was shaking like a horror movie. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Oh man! Yeah, and then she's like, uh, "Star, you're you're all about breaking up these traditions. Come on, come on, come on, come on!" And Star was like uh, smiling at that. And uh, isn't that kind of weird that like one of the main characters is a disembodied? Obviously, that's partner? weird. Yes, <laughs> this... right. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like, that kind of makes me uncomfortable. Anyway. <laughs> it should. That's the yes. I say after I've watched like the entire <laughs> yeah. This is uh yeah it's the it's uh it's a character so... concept that we're just continuing and we're gonna further go down that rabbit hole soon, but um. Where is the rest of her body? No, there's no other body. Her dad was here, and How did she her, her, her dad her? was here, and he Ooh. he neighed disapprovingly at um at a. This is like the cat dog conundrum. How go back? Okay, stop. They throw up. Stop, stop, sure. stop. What do you mean? You're pretty sure? 
Where, what are you what basing you that on? Who can be positive about that? Yeah, but that? pretty sure implies Nobody some knows. sense of certainty. What have you seen that would imply this from the show? The wow. show was a long time ago, man. Did Michelle create Not cat dogs? Yeah, did I? I didn't make the canon. Okay. I was just the person okay. who watched it. Uh, all I'll say is that Star was unfamiliar with the concept of a toilet early in this series, so... Mm. That's, that's true. Well, that's all that's I'll true. say. They don't have toilets on Muni, according to like season one, yeah. They use chamber pots. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's a name um, thing. St- star, cool, star says of Tom when Tom is entering uh, sunglasses at night. Classy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. I liked that. I liked yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do making more making fun of Tom, please. Oh, and then the other the other gag was uh, uh, Manfred announcing the uh, the dancing, and then at the end, uh, Star snubs Tom by asking Manfred to dance, and he's like, and he's so no excited. one has ever asked me he's to like, dance. Announcing yeah. it while he's dancing, he's like, "Star chose me." She's like trying to hold on to him, yeah. and he's just announcing the whole time. Yeah, this this felt familiar, uh, just as a gag. Although I think it was very well done. It it did feel familiar though. Coming to ESPN soon. Dancing the whatever <sighs> the stance is called coverage. Uh, by the way, stance is called coverage. Another Adventure Time connection since Manfred is the pinata in the castle and uh, Princess Bubblegum that also does announcing. Yeah, stuff. that makes sense. I didn't. I, I, that's, that does not surprise me in the least. Yeah. Why is Manfred a royal name? Like, uh, we need more Manfreds in the world. Manfred, it's an uncommon name, I guess, an old timey uncommon name. Yeah, we should we should bring them Why? back. Why? Who are you naming like, someone Manfred? Why? All names. Well, because they they've they've uh, been ter- they've been uh they've been held down by all the Mannies. Like, we all we all shortened them to Manny, but they should be able to spread their wings and become Manfreds. People call Manfreds Manny. I guess so. Do that. I guess, yeah. I've, I've never been a Manny, Manny so I don't yeah, know. Uh, oh, maybe well, like okay. a Fred. Fred. Fred would be a good. Go okay. Fred. Anyway. Uh, Fred or- final thoughts, Michelle, on Club Snubbed, and also on the other episode. It was a good time. Pigeon legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's your takeaway. Okay. That's my takeaway. No, these were really, really good. And I thought um, Club Sub had a lot of really funny moments, um, some good character stuff. And Stranger Danger had a kind of goofy vibe, but lots of potential plant seeding for Eclipso, which is great. I feel fine when we're with Eclipso. We're going to get more. I'm not worried. I want to speculate. Speculating's fun, so I'm happy that like we don't know what's going to happen with her quite yet. Yep, not not quite yet, but a lot, a lot of a lot of episodes to go in in Starvember to get into Eclipse. So, uh, Sam, fi- final thoughts Ooh, here. Fun too. Thumbs up again. Not really my specific cup of tea, but it was all right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. Alex. Final thoughts. Um, after talking this through, I think that Club Snubbed, like, the highlight is actually the Tom Star interaction. Like, I wasn't as high on it, on it, but now looking through, like, all the side stuff falls flat to me, but Tom and Star actually talk talking to each other and dealing with each other, like, that's the, the what's most interesting in this episode to me. And, uh, yeah, Stranger Danger, like, Eclipse is nice, but uh, we, we do agree that there's not very much information but I'm happy to just let the show t- take me on the river of wherever Eclipsa wants me to take no, me. River wasn't. Yeah, I guess he was in that episode. There you go. Yeah. River, I don't know. I didn't really say anything here. Um, he was fighting with. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 nice, nice pun. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. I wasn't okay. even trying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think the Tom Star stuff is the big talking point. And of course, we analyzed the minor gags to death and they're not supposed to be. So, uh, yeah, I think we killed it for Alex. OK, um, uh, yeah, it's the good job. These these were good, uh, solid 
production values on all these episodes so far, but I'm really looking for that standout episode. Um, I think Star had went to another level earlier this year with like a bunch of standout episodes, and I haven't. And I'm I'm, I'm really waiting for that big one, and um, hope hope we're gonna chart one soon. Although Scent of a Hoodie, uh, really personally appealing, I don't think it you know I don't think it achieves the depths of. I mean, we could go back here, you know, any of Just Friends, uh, you know. Uh, baby running with scissors um, even like a math magic like I don't know if we're we're getting we're getting to that level with any of these yet um, hope hopefully tomorrow with uh, demonicism and sophomore slump oh wow that's a spectrum bring out, bring out that's yeah. demonicism Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom back right away okay um, I don't I don't I feel like Tom might be in both of these episodes I'd read the descriptions at some point yeah. but yeah is somebody yeah, releasing we... a second album? Like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested. Are they going back to school already? Because that would be interesting, having Marco yeah, go to school Marco without Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mar- Marco Jackie. Uh, Jackie episode. Let's do it. Jarko. Yeah. Everyone's been waiting for the Jarko episode. Yep. Okay. And putting that right Yay. next to Star Tom, like the, uh, uh, I will if that yeah if it's if it's yeah, a Tom Co okay, episode show. and then a Jarko okay. episode I will this is like I will be not happy. Okay. Tang. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Tang, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. If it, get some yeah, drama if these are the there. two anti-star co-ships, uh, I'm just going to come on and just start screaming in the beginning of the podcast. Okay, <laughs> look for that tomorrow at uh, overlyanimated.com. Make sure to subscribe, not miss our future star discussions. Um, at uh, yeah, YouTube listening there, uh, you can subscribe to us, and also on iTunes, search for Overly Animated Star, um, overlyanimated.com for our content, and join in the discussion on Discord, overlyanimated.com/discord. We have a star spoilers. Uh, channel that you can come text chat about uh we also i also blatantly stole the apps star emojis so you can come use uh star marco and pony head uh emojis i hope you don't get arrested for that don't i mean i think i think they might at most tell us to stop but i don't know a fair use on emojis you admitted your crime i did say stole and now you're figurative stealing sam like Star, we break traditions here. Way to tie it back, okay, Alex. Yeah. Good job. Tradi- by traditions, you mean the law, but we- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star breaks the it's law. tradition of the law. It is a tradition. You can also uh, uh, support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash animated. Thank you very much to all our patrons, especially our patron the podcast, Xavier, aka Podcast Addict, and thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, the busiest week in overly animated history continues uh, with more Star, more Ladybug, and uh, all the Steven Universe podcasts coming up at the end of the week. So make sh- everything. Yeah, so uh, make sure to not miss any of it at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you tomorrow for more Star. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.